Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Sun's latest football podcast, the last audio podcast of 2015. It's Hogmanay afternoon. We're doing the podcast before the bells with myself, Roger Hanna and Andy Devlin before he starts into the bells. And Andy, all the games, 2nd of January, Derby Fever sweeping Scotland. Therefore, we're sending you to Dumbarton via Rangers. Obviously. Aye, there was big games all over the place. Notably, as you mentioned, the Derby game and your eyes immediately go to, to Tayside, don't you? I mean, it's a huge game for, for both Dundee clubs, especially Dundee United, who you have to say are in serious danger of being cut adrift at the foot of the table. The same old problems for Mixer, isn't it? Soft at the back. Uh, a goalkeeper who is bereft of confidence was at fault against Partick Thistle on the 19th of December and badly at fault again last night at Tynecastle. Now, I'll, I'll get the pronunciation out of the way. I.G. Kawashima, mm-hmm. who has come in, he's finally got his work permit, he's finally ticked all the boxes to get all his paperwork and surely <coughs> he will be thrown in for a United debut at Dens Park in a second. I, I think he probably will. The management have no confidence and uh, in, in, in the keeper just now and, and neither does the, the defence so you would have to I mean what a game to throw him into but yeah I, I would think you were going to have to play him there's going to have to be a change there uh, certainly in, in between the balls Now the, the, the 10 points of the rift of Kilmarnock at the bottom of the table and Neil our producer we poke fun at him here every week he's a, he's a big Arab and he's getting heartily fed up with what he's watching to make matters worse Mark Dunlin sent off at Tynecastle in midweek mm. Callum Morris carried off mm. at Tynecastle in midweek and Mixu's got defensive worries ahead of the new yeah. goalkeeper and there's also I mean there's a, a doubt over Billy Mackay as well who, who, who also went off as well problems are just mounting there for Mixo and I think the biggest worry for him and, and his assistant Gordon Young is that there is no money to spend you know where do they strengthen um, you know they, they've been left a shell of a squad obviously there's a, a raft of players have had gone to Celtic over the last few months and this is what they're working with you know have to scrummage around in that bargain basement Roger to try and get people in the door and he needs they desperately needs help from the board but if they have been told there is no money to spend then Dundee United are in dire straits but if there's one game United always seem to get up for you remember the, the, the last day of last season at Tannadice, the 6-2 game at Tannadice I know they're across the road this time is the Dundee derby the ideal mm. game for Mixu at the minute? Normally I would, I would agree with that, yeah, because as you say they have this fantastic record in the Tayside derby but Dundee are equally desperate for points just now because they have, have gone on a torrid run of late, they obviously haven't played last night with their game being called off against Celtic, so they'll be that bit fresher, uh, it's at home for them and they are in need of points as well. So, yeah, look, I can understand what you're saying, but right now, every game for Dundee United seems to be a trial because they, they, there is no confidence. Billy Mackay went off injured the other night as well. He seems to be a doubt. There's no goal threat. And if there's no, you know, Billy, Billy Mackay's about the only one there that you would you would bank on getting a goal. They've got problems at the back. As you say, I mean, is discipline, is discipline a problem for United as well? The young lad getting sent off the other night, just when they seem to get themselves back into the game. And that's the thing, I was at Pataudry, obviously, but you hear the score coming through, or well, Dundee United have taken the lead at Tynecastle. Now, two of man, the guys, the other journalists in the press, but we turned to each other and said, well, that'll no last. Mm-hmm. And, and sure enough, you know, within, you know, space of 10, 15 minutes, Harps are 3-1 in front. 
Uh, and that's the problem. They are, they are soft at the back, they're soft in midfield, and if Billy Mackay isn't firing in all cylinders, then they're, they're, there is absolutely no goal threat. Fair, fair play to the people at the SPFL. We do have a pop at them probably on a weekly basis, Andy, but they've got it right with all these festive derbies right through the four divisions. There's derbies on, this, on the 2nd of January. We've touched on the Dundee one. What about the Lanarkshireman? Motherwell, what a kick-on they've had again, you know, from Mark mm-hmm. McGee coming back against a Hamilton team now down mm-hmm. in 10th place off the back of that midweek defeat to Inverness, Cali Thistle at home. For a while there, Motherwell you know, had, the, had the bragging rights in the Lanarkshire derby. Hamilton, over the last couple of seasons, have had the Indian sign over, over well. However, Motherwell, as you say, are, are going great guns at the minute. Four games unbeaten. That includes a 2-1 victory at Parkhead, their first since 2008. There was much to admire about that performance and the way in which Motherwell went about it. McGee set his stall out from the start against Celtic, but going two up front. They never gave Celtic a minute's peace. It's the most uncomfortable afternoon I've seen Simovic and, and Boyata having domestically. And right now you've got guys, I, I watched the, the, the goals last night. I mean, Stephen Pearson, what an incredible run for the second goal, albeit the, the keeper saves the, the initial shot, but he's alert enough to hook in the rebound. But what a fantastic... I mean, that was Stephen Pearson of 2002 when he gets moved to Celtic, that turn of pace, bursting from midfield. Scott McDonald is playing some of the best football of his career right now, and it's because McGee's had the, the, the vision uh, and the understanding to play him up front, play him as a striker. He's a goal scorer, he's a threat up front, and it's incredible to see the turnaround in his overall play because he's bringing in guys like Louis Moe you know what a difference in him as well credit you know has to go to the, the previous manager because he brought these guys in but it's McGee that's getting the best out of them I must say a lot about McGee's management because there's been a few managerial changes in Scotland this autumn and you hear so many managers mixed with Pat Lennon we've touched upon others as well saying oh, I can't wait till we get to the January transfer window because they need to get players in McGee's not really said that he's done his work with the guys who he inherited and he's got results mm. going. He has, and he's also one of the first thing he, he did was promote young Ben Hall from the from the under eighteen, under nineteen, so beg your pardon, straight into the first team. And this lad doesn't know what a defeat is. You know, it's incredible to think that you know. Oh, he's a mother will player. He'll find out soon enough. Of course he will. Of course he will. What a time to be pitched into a team yeah. that's that's winning. That the confidence you can see the confidence flowing. You can see it, the improvement each week. You know, you can look at it as a one-off result. They had to back that up. They were denied the chance because the game against Dundee United was obviously postponed yeah. in Boxing Day. But they had to back up the Celtic win. The next game they played, that so happens it was St Johnson. The St Johnson had been, I think, had they gone, they were looking for seven consecutive wins in the road. They had unbeaten seven, or eight, seven yeah. or eight. So St Johnson's form away from home can't be faulted. They were going terrifically well. So for Motherwell to, and I think what I also thought was quite interesting was McGee said that Motherwell were off the pace last night. That they didn't play their best. That there's still more to come. So if you're a Motherwell supporter, and given the trials and tribulations, you know, over the last eighteen months where. They survive, you know, the drop via a playoff against Rangers. Okay, emphatic winners in the end. But you, you looked at it at the start of that season, and, and there were real fears for that Motherwell team. McGee has come in, and it's a work ethic. You can see players working harder off the ball, closing down opposition. You know, just exactly what they did against Celtic. They don't give the opposition a chance to breathe. In many ways, actually, a lot. Like, I know we'll touch on it just now, but a lot like Partick Thistle last night. And you look at the success. I was going to say to you, you touched upon there the weren't high hopes for Motherwell at the start of the season. There probably weren't high hopes for Thistle either, and yet Alan Archibald he goes about his work very quietly. The team always seemed to fly under the radar. A terrific run. He was manager of the month. All the focus this morning is on oh well Aberdeen have bottled it, and there's no praise for Thistle's display at Petodre, and now they go to Celtic Park mm. for a derby game. 
and you wouldn't put it past them to get something there either. Not, not at the moment. No, I mean Celtic obviously don't have the troubles to seek. But Thistle just now, the way they're set up, there is a great balance to that side. You know, you, you've got guys in there who will put a shift in, who you know will, will tackle all day long. But you've got other guys. I mean, Stuart Bannigan last night at Petodre was brilliant. He just got on the ball, took the sting out of it. I mean, it was. I mean, Aberdeen certainly in the first 10, 15 minutes, you think, well, they're, they're going to run away with us. But Thistle presented them with two banks of four and said, right, you know, come on to us, try and break us down. And Aberdeen, for the last half hour, were launching high balls into the box in the hope that Adam Rooney would go on to something or knock it into the path of Niall McGinn, knock it into the path of Peter Pollock. But if they're doing that with 30 minutes to go, that tells you all you need to know about Thistle's performance in the, in the earlier part of the, the game. The fact that Thistle had a long journey to Petodre, an arduous 90 minutes, albeit <coughs> awarded with a point, the journey back late at night. Celtic got a night off mm. when the, the pitch at Dens Park was deemed to be waterlogged. Does that play into Ronnie Dyla's hands for Saturday game? What Saturday's game is for Celtic, Roger, is clear it's a must win. You know, they, they, they obviously slipped up at home the last time, going down to Motherwell. They looked as if they were going to get back on track against Hearts, only to lose that late goal. The great thing for Celtic and, and for Ronnie Dyla over this period, because if you look at it, normally the nice would be out for Dyla, but because Aberdeen have failed to capitalise, I mean, Aberdeen should be two, four points clear just now. They should have the points on the board, therefore applying pressure on Celtic, and they haven't done that. So... Celtic just now, you have two games in hand, sitting back, they're probably far more relaxed than they should be, but you're right, they're, they're going to come up against a, a very well-drilled and very well-organised Thistle defence. Daniel Sieber, the boy Liam Lindsay, he's really caught my eye this season. Again, they're working so hard for each other, hurling themselves in front of you know shots and, 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 and to get the blocks in. Cherney, I wouldn't say he was particularly overworked against Aberdeen, but when called upon, he made the saves. So you you know, we, we talked about Dundee United earlier about the the lack of confidence and you know their back line and uh, you know with the goalkeeper. This will have that in abundance. They've got guys who are, you know, working themselves into the ground for one another. They're throwing themselves in front of tackles, and you've got a keeper in Thomas Cherney who, as I say, wasn't overworked, but very, very competent every time he was called upon. Having been up there last night, Andy, what, what, what do you make of Aberdeen? Because in the face of it. 2-2 at home to Inverness last Saturday they've blown an opportunity to go top 0-0 at home to Partick Thistle on the Wednesday night they've blown an opportunity to go top social media was a you know it was a wash last night with claims oh they've bottled it they've done this they've done that did they just make a decent Thistle team I mean can Aberdeen who go to St Johnson next mm. for a tough game on Sunday lunchtime can they still have ambitions of being in a title race well they, they can have ambitions but I don't think they are I, I, I think that's you know the, the, come the end of the season Aberdeen and Derek McInnes will look back on these two games back to back home games let's not forget and think well if you're going to win a championship you need to be beating Cali Thistle at home you need to be beating Partick Thistle at home regardless of how well Partick Thistle had been playing you know you had, some, you had almost 13,500 14,000 people at Petodja last night now Storm Franks lashing the country the rain when the players came out to warm up was horizontal but the place was still packed out what I thought was very noticeable was after 10-15 minutes of that game Graham Shinnish hit the crossbar and they're just the expectation levels of the support clearly affected the players and Thomas Cherney touched on that with his post-match comments he could see and the Thistle players could sense the pressure the Aberdeen players were under and that's why as I say you know you think last 10 last 5 minutes then okay hurl balls into the box look for a break of the ball look for a ricochet or whatever 
but they were doing that with 30 minutes to go. <laughs> they, they just seemed to, to lose their shape, lose all composure. I mean, Derek McInnes was pointing to the pitch. He also touched on the fact, which again was telling, he said, you know, the pitch was difficult. It was the same for both teams, but this shouldn't deflect of what we are trying to do. You know, we're still in a title race. He was never asked about it. And, you know, he said, we were not under pressure and all the rest of it. Telltale signs. You know, when the manager's coming out with that without being prompted. Is it a setback? Clearly, I think we all agree. Is Ryan Jack out for six weeks now with an armstrong injury? He spoke about a lack of composure in the last 30 minutes. He's a guy who can bring that composure mm. to, to the engine room. Oh, definitely. And, uh, you know, the Aberdeen captain, let's not forget, yeah. uh, 200 appearances. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Told last night. So, I mean, obviously a huge disappointment for him. McInnes said after the game he reckoned six, possibly eight weeks sidelines were torn hamstring. So, you know, that's that's an obvious blow and it just compounded what was a very disappointing Aberdeen performance. They were frustrated. Yeah, Thistle did what they had to do. They kind of strangled the life out of Aberdeen, if you like. But Aberdeen need to be better than that. I think, you know, and, and Niall McGinn and Johnny Hayes, they're probably the, the two best wingers in the, in, in the division. You know, they are exciting. And the two of them swapped sides constantly in the first half. But in the second half, OK, the pitch had dug up, it had cut up. The conditions obviously were playing a part. But you have to have more composure. If you're going to win a championship, then you have to be able to, you know, someday, as you say, Ryan Jack gets the ball, gathers it, continues to play passes, play people in, and instead of this, 30 minutes to go, bang, bang, bang. Yeah. And I think when Seaman Thistle saw that, they're thinking, yeah, you know, and actually, Patrick Thistle could have nicked it towards the end, which would have been even worse. If we're saying Aberdeen are still in a title race, Hearts probably get too much to do, but a 3-2 win against United at Tynecastle on Wednesday night, they now go to a Kilmarnock side who, who just can't buy a result at home at Rugby Park. You would fancy whatever happens with Celtic and Aberdeen over the weekend, you would think Hearts would win. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I've watched Hearts a couple of times this season. and Again, they, they, they tend to fly under the radar a wee bit, I think. You know, the size of the club, the size of the support, it was maybe a given, you know, a, a lot of predictions at the start of the season, well, Aberdeen will be top six and all the rest of it. But they still have to go out there and, you know, they've, they've come up from the from the championship, obviously. But again, they play a very, very attractive style of football, if you like. It's easy in the eye. And they've got that desire. You, you saw, you know, Osmond so in injury time, what a strike it was against Celtic. So they've got that desire, they've got the players. And then Robbie Nielsen, I think they've got one of the shrewdest young coaches in the, in the country I think he's a fantastic manager they've got a big, a big selection decision for Saturday Juanma is back from his two game suspension but Gavin Riley whose chances have been few and far between since he came in from Queen of the South in the summer he's done well in his two games he impressed against Celtic he scored against Indy United 
Is one mama big enough to bide his time in the bench? I, I think he probably will. I think he'll, he'll, he'll stick with it. It's not, it's not one of those games where you would think, right, as you say, Kamarnock at home have been absolutely abhorrent all season. So it's not one of those games where Robbie Nielsen will think, well, I'll need to change it. I'll bring you know my big name players back. I don't think he will. You know, I think he, he has spoken about numerous times this occasion about loyalty. So I think you know, Riley probably will start. He deserves to, to do so. Listen, if it isn't happening, you've got that option. And what an option it is on the bench to come on mm. and try and nick a goal. Mm. So there isn't any particular need for, for Nielsen to change things. The, the last Premiership game of, of the weekend, the first weekend of 2016, is a Highland derby. Inverness, Cali Thistle, fresh from four goals at Hamilton. Ross County, fresh from three goals <laughs> at home to Kilmarnock on Tuesday night. They're both going well. They're both now in the top six again. And you would think they would both be, be looking up, maybe trying to get a fourth place mm-hmm. that would possibly push them into Europe. Well, I mean, that's certainly the, the, the objective and the aim of both clubs. I mean, Cali, Cali Thistle obviously had a taste of European football earlier this season. For me, Jim McIntyre, an incredible job he's done in Dingwall. He, right now, is a real contender for, for manager of the season, in my opinion. I think he has done an incredible job saving them from, from relegation, turning the club around, has made some fantastic signings, and again he's got a, a, a squad of players there who would run through brick walls for him. You need to have a word for Michael Gardine, scored two goals against one of his former clubs in that, in that win on Tuesday night, and it made him Ross County's all-time oh, yeah, top, scorer. top scorer. Yeah, but I mean, not just the ability in front of the goal, he's one of these guys you can you know you hang your hat on him every week. You know, dependable. Just a, a guy that you know will dig his mates out of trouble, work himself into the ground. Just somebody that you, if you're going out in the park, and you think, well, I've got this guy alongside me. That's that's what players want, especially in a league where things are so tight. I mean, you you, you look at Motherwell. They, they they went from the relegation playoff zone <coughs> to I think eighth. Partick Thistle, despite that fantastic run of four wins, going going for a fifth last night for the first time since '72, they've dropped out of the top six. Yep. And Cali, you know, leapfrogged them. Obviously, Thistle, uh, Partick have got a game in hand, but it shows you how tight things are. Motherwell, as we as we've spoken about, unbeaten in four, have climbed them, you know, gathered themselves up and got themselves out of that zone. So, while I think Dundee United are probably gone, you have. An intriguing battle. Kamarnock, as you say, Hamilton are now sliding yeah. there. But beyond that, you've got, you've, you've got, you know, you mentioned the Partick Thistle, Cali Thistle, Ross County, Mother will now come into that equation. You've got these teams battling for the top six in, in European football. So, you know, they're, they're heading into the new year, I mean, it is finally, finally balanced. And the one thing that struck me about Cali Thistle, I watched, I watched the goals on the, on the Scottish Sun website today, the quality of the strikes, two from Greg Tanzi, two from Liam Polworth. Yeah. It's a shooting site policy and almost everything they had went in. An incredible game, you know, just how the, the, the scoring all panned out and, you know, the drama so late in the game and, you know, you pity the poor reporters that are there covering that, having to tear their copy up and start all over again. Well, you I'm don't actually pity no, them because I wasn't I've, seen, I've seen some of their copy <laughs> that you could have done have been torn up uh, earlier. But, uh, no, as you say, just, I mean, actually, see, you know, as you say, we have a go at the at the SBL quite a lot and, you know, give them credit where it's due in terms of the, the, the fixturing over the, the festive period, but also credit to the teams in this country because we're quick to hammer Scottish football. But if you think to the entertainment that has been served up to the TV audiences, albeit I know Cali Thistle wasn't the tell but, you know, the Hearts Celtic game, fantastic game of football. Hibs Rangers at Ibrox, a fantastic game of football. And, you know, down south, the big guns are involved. You know, it's a one nothing, it's a nothing each. You know, yeah. I, I think there has to be credit uh, given where it's due. And as you say, the, the quality and the manner of, of, of the drama and the way in which it all unfolded at New Douglas Park yesterday, I mean, value for money, definitely. 
you touched on Rangers Hibs on Monday Rangers getting the 4-2 win they edged them three points clear at the top of the championship they still can't afford any slips though they go to Dumbarton you're covering the game for, for the Scottish Sun on Saturday Andy is it important that Rangers don't feel that their work has been done just because they've beaten Hibs? Oh definitely and I think that was the, the message coming out of Murray Park earlier this week when, when Martin Warburton and the players spoke you know they already let a, an 8 point lead slip and I think there's a determination to ensure that doesn't happen again you could say they've had a blip but you know time will tell but they, they, there is no point as Mark Warburton admitted himself there is no point in, in playing so well and digging out a, a result that puts them three points clear beating your nearest rivals to then go and fall flat in your face away to Dumbarton and I just think you know lessons have probably been learned from that period through October November where Rangers certainly were off the boil compared to where they were at the start of the season and you've got somebody in Martin Vaughan I mean a guy, 21 goals, we're speaking about it earlier in the office, 21 goals already this season, who are getting better by each game. You're getting these guys, I mean, Fodderingham, I know he was probably at fault for uh, the Hibs goal, one of the Hibs goals at, uh, on, on, on Monday, but again, he's been terrific. And the, the signings Warburton has made, by and large, Roger, have been a uh, true value for money. Harry Forrester looks as if he's going to be the next one. He's in from Doncaster Rovers today for a medical. Hibs have strengthened as well. Chris Dagnall's come in. He could be involved for the first time at their game against Wraith Rovers on Saturday. It indicates that neither Mark Warburton or Alan Stubbs are completely convinced they're going to win the league. They want reinforcements in this transfer window. You want to be sure, don't you? There's, there's so much at stake for both clubs, you know, in terms of, of, of finance, but you know, also in terms of prestige. You know, you want to be playing in the top flight. And listen, while we're, while we're, we're praising some of the football over the festive period, I don't think anybody would disagree that. Scottish football needs Rangers and Hibs yeah. back in the top players yeah. absolutely no doubt the about. amazing thing and it's almost gone under the radar over this festive season with Hibs losing at Ibrox on Monday Falkirk beat Livingston on Tuesday night Falkirk went above Falkirk. Hibs into second yeah, place yeah. and listen don't discount Morton because I saw them at Ibrox a couple of weeks ago and, and while the old campaigner Jim Duffy has uh, well, I was going to ask you about him because he's got a derby of his <coughs> own exactly. against Alec Race yeah. St Mirren down, down at Capelo and that, that'll be a That'll be a oh, tasty little encounter. I mean, one of the, one of the you know, one of, if you could have picked some of the games to go, that would certainly be high on your list. Or, or, or you know, this coming weekend, I mean, Jim Duffy again. I mean, what what a job he's done at Morton again. He pretty much with Patrick Thistle. He's got a terrific balance to his side. He's got a great blend of of youth and experience. Alec Ray is obviously you know two, three weeks into the job, two weeks into the job. So he's obviously still finding his feet. So you would have to say Morton would be favourites for, for, for that and you know what a scalp that would be. And it, it's interesting Andy because we, as you know we've got a, a Derby special goals pull out on Saturday Scottish Sun we look at the, the Highland Derby the Dundee Derby the Lanarkshire Derby and we also have a spread on the Renfrewshire Derby including a column with, with, with Jim Duffy our Sunsport column as Jim Duffy if you remember it had Alec Ray at Falkirk as an 18 year old what you might describe as a firebrand midfielder or, or what Jim Duffy describes in his column as a rascal <laughs> and I think I would take that as a compliment knowing him well just like you do Roger so yeah I mean it is it's, 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 it's a great it's a great game and it, listen it, that should attract a, a great crowd as well vitally important for both teams in terms of points but for very different reasons because you know you've mentioned Falkirk we've mentioned Tibbs it'll be interesting to see how Hibs react you know, I think there's probably more pressure on them than there is Rangers just mm-hmm. now in, in terms of, of, of Monday night or reflecting on Monday afternoon I should say because Hibs need to come back they need to have a performance they need to, to, to try and close that gap again yeah don't discount Morton from all of that and it is a big week of 10 days for Hibs because they've got Wraith in the league as we say on Saturday they then go to Kirkcaldy in the Scottish Cup the following weekend if either or both of those results were to go against Hibs 
it would blow a hole in the season. It's quite, you know, as people have been mentioning about Aberdeen this morning, you know, bottle merchants, that has something that has been laid at Hibs, you know, for the past couple of years, stretching back to Pat Fenland's time in charge, or even beyond that, you know, before that, I should say. So, yeah, I mean, there are huge question marks still over this Hibs side. They deserved enormous credit for the way in which they clawed Rangers back and gave themselves a fighting chance. But they were just so disappointing. And when I mean, Rangers played at a tempo they just couldn't live with. So as you say, if they slip up again this weekend and go out of the Scottish Cup, all of a sudden you, you've got a crisis in your hands at Easter Road. And Andy, I couldn't have you in here for your audio podcast debut without asking you about the other big sporting event of the weekend, the second leg of the 1872 Cup. Glasgow Warriors against Edinburgh Rugby. Should have been at Scotston. Mm -hmm. Scotston's pitch has fallen victim to Storm Frank, so it's back to Murrayfield. The first leg was there, as you know, last weekend, 23-11 to an Edinburgh side inspired by John Hardy. Glasgow, they blew it last year. Have they any chance of getting this Cup back along the M8? It's interesting because... If it had it been at Scotland, yeah. I mean, you go back to Murrayfield. What, what, what this will do, and I hope it does, is certainly you know, allow more people to go because we had 23,000 at Murrayfield last weekend, which was terrific to see. There's a real you know, drive and a real kind of enthusiasm for, for, for rugby just now in this country, you know, on the back of the team's performance in the World Cup. And you mentioned John Hardy. He was one of the you know, plucked from obscurity in New Zealand, dropped into the Cotter squad. But what a World Cup he had, and he's carried that form into Edinburgh this, uh, this season. So, yeah, I mean, you, Glasgow had, you know, you, you were talking about uh, Dundee, United over Dundee in the Derby. You know, Glasgow had a stranglehold over Edinburgh for, for a number of years. But you just wonder, game back at Murrayfield, could Edinburgh hold on to the cup? I think they probably can. That's where you heard it first. Thanks very much indeed for listening during 2015. We'll be back in the new year for more audio podcasts. A happy new year to you all. Yeah.